This is episode number 174 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Sal DiVincenzo, joined as usual by my fabulous colleagues, Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo. Hello. How are you ladies doing? Good. So we are uh, just about at the precipice of summertime. Yes. And with summertime... Uh, many of us go to the beach. Mm. Yes. And Nicole, you're going to talk about some of that today. Yeah, I'm talking about some water safety. Are you are you beach people or pool people? I like the beach, but as far as water is concerned, I okay. like pool water. Yes. yes, I agree, Sarah. Okay. Beach yeah. is nice, but right. for swimming, I like my pool. I like my water sanitized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> beach is water is clean. The ocean is it? Is it clean? Yeah. Nicole, where do fish go to the bathroom? Oh, <laughs> fine. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. I like if I can get myself on a boat, that would be number one. Okay, if I can have access to a boat and mm. then pool and then beach. All right, that's. Cool. I don't like sand. Now, would you swim from the boat, like jump yeah. off? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Did you know? Um, a fun fact: eighty <laughs> percent of sand is actually fish poop. Oh. That's what I'm saying, Sarah. Yeah, but the water's right clean here. and the, the sand is dirty. So just don't eat the sand. Yeah. <laughs> Let your feet go on the sand. Yeah. Well, you have your little your little sand footies. Like, oh, you like, know, the, like the, water shoes? Oh, yeah. I, I got a pair of those. Yeah, I That's guess I can wear water shoes. Yeah. I, you know, as, well, I'm sure this is like a new thing because as children, we, that was no such thing. No. And you would just cut your feet up and <laughs> yeah. keep on playing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, Hope the sharks wouldn't come. Like yeah. North Shore, it's like here yeah. on Island. Oh, my goodness. And then well, like South Shore Beach is where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's true, though. It is true, I guess. Yeah, 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 it's less rocky. Yeah. So let's take the water safety quiz to see how much you know about water safety. Okay. All right. I can it's, tell you. Okay, the first question is, can you step or jump into water over your head? Definitely, if it's not too deep, not going to happen. So how comfortable are you in the water? I think it's more of like how comfortable you're in the water. Oh, I see. Oh. Yeah. I'm not comfortable at all. If I can see the bottom, then I, I, I would. Okay, so we're going to go It's if it's not too deep. Yeah. I have to be able to breathe standing up. Okay, so you're not going to Without happen. dying. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's if it's not too deep. So not too deep, you'll be able to stand up. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so can you return to the surface and float or tread water for one minute? No. Oh, yeah. For one minute, you can't can you, like can you float? float on your back for you, one minute? Like, if no. you jumped in, no. so what's going to happen? You're just going to be like, ah! Not for a whole minute. I, I probably well can. here this is a okay so one is absolutely one is I can tread but one minute seems like a long time I can't tread at all I don't know how to do it I don't know so you don't know how to swim so what you're saying I know how to doggy paddle okay yeah, that's treading, that's treading. Mm. I mean it's, it's <laughs> treading I mean if you're gonna go real they make it look so effortless maybe my doggy paddle is not really doggy paddling then because when you see people tread it's like so graceful and it's like, you know, yeah. I'm sure Navy SEALs know how to do it, but when you watch like, you know, I'm like, oh, wow. And I'm just like flailing. Okay. But your head's above the water. Barely. All right. Well, you're done. <laughs> so, so you can tread, but one minute seems like a long time. Ten seconds. Right. Okay. Okay. Can you turn around in a full circle and find an exit? Definitely. Yes. I'm sure I can like figure it out. I get anywhere? Dizzy. Yeah, except you're in like the middle in, of the pool. Oh, in the pool. You turn okay. yourself around and then you can find an exit yeah. and walk out. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Get out. Of course, okay. Yeah. Can you swim 25 yards to the exit? I don't know how long that is. That's the length of the pool. That so about 75 feet, right? Because what, what's a yard? About three? No, that's a meter. <laughs> that meter is three feet, yeah. 
25 yards is a what is that a quarter of a, of a football field right that still does not help me yeah. it's far yeah it's like far. if you if you see a, a pool at a gym or something like that you yeah, pool yeah, at yeah. the gym okay yeah yes yeah yeah, yeah. i could yes because i can swim underwater oh Oh, well, okay. Wait a second. This changes everything. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so you can swim. <laughs> but not like real swimming. Like no, I can swim like in water and then go up and breathe. And okay. I can't, so, but so, I can't so, do like. So I was right. So I was right. 25 yards is 75 feet. Yeah. Okay. You can do it. No problem. If you can swim underwater, then you can do it. Can you exit from the water? And if you're in a pool, be able to exit without using a ladder. You mean lift my own weight up? Yeah. Yeah, that for me is. Not eloquently. Okay. <laughs> Of course, if I'm feeling strong yes. most of the time, or not even gonna try. No, I'll try. Yeah, well, I'll try. try. Yeah, I'll try. Feeling, yeah, yeah feeling strong. Yeah. Well, you better sign up for Red Cross some classes. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of that, um, one of the resources that I would suggest families go to um, is redcross.org because they have both pool safety and mm, that's important um, beach safety which like I said we live on an island we do people do go to the beach a lot around mm-hmm. here and pool swimming and beach swimming are very different things you know we have a mm. current you have a riptide you have a oh, yeah. like all those things every summer you hear about someone yeah. getting like sucked out by the current yeah, yeah. scary yeah so they have a lot of um Beach safety videos, tips, hazards, what to be aware of, rip currents, what that means, and all that stuff. Mm. And then there's also uh, poolsafely.gov, so, uh, and this is obviously for pool safety. This has a ton of resources on here. Our very own, well, not our very own, but Lori Berkner, who we know and love at the library, yes. has her own song on here about pool safety. Michael Phelps is on here. Oh. So they have a lot of mm. um, resources um, you know, for kids and adults on, uh, um, you know, parents and guardians on uh, pool safety. And here are some water facts in case you were wondering. This is, and these are going to be a little depressing. This is from the National Drowning Prevention Alliance, but it is why you learn about, you know, pool safety. So it is something that happens. So um, here are five water safety facts to keep in mind. Ten fatal drownings per day. Oh, my goodness. In the U.S., drowning takes an average of 3,500 to 4,000 lives per year. Holy macaroni. Which is an average of ten per day, That's according terrible. to the CDC. That's crazy. Wow. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah. There were an average of 3,536 fatal unintentional drownings that were non-boating related annually, um, which, again, is about ten deaths a day. Um, but another and another 332 people died each year from boating related incidents. Mm. So, like I said, I like to be on a boat, and boating is popular. Families yes. have boats and stuff here, so that's another thing to be careful about. Drowning is among the top five causes of unintentional injury. Drowning is a leading cause of unintentional in- injury related death for children ages mm. one to four. That's scary. Drowning remains in the top five causes of unintentional injury related death from birth to 54 years old. of child drownings happen during a family gathering near a pool. I think this is like, I don't say well-known, but I think this is, uh, it is out there, like, which makes it so disturbing because there are so many adults around, you know, or so many people around. But it does say that CDC data show that in children, uh, most drownings occur in residential swimming pool, while adults, um, while in adults, most drownings occur in natural waters. So most child drownings occur when children get into the pool on their own. Yeah. 
Uh, they were last seen in the home, had been out of sight for less than five minutes. This is something that happens very quickly. And the majority of these drownings took place in the midst of a family reunion or gathering. Learning to swim can reduce the risk of drowning by 88%. Wow. So learning to swim can reduce the risk of drowning by 88% for one to four-year-olds who take formal swim lessons. And pediatric and adolescent medicine found that swim lessons can reduce the risk of drowning up to 88%. And drowning is fast and silent. Drowning can happen in as little as 20 to 60 seconds. The time wow. it takes to apply some sunscreen. Movies depict drowning as flailing and screaming for help, but in reality, this is not the case. Drowning is quick, silent, and deadly, and unless you're trained professional, you may miss the signs of drowning altogether. <laughs> That's crazy. They seldom have The victims seldom have time, energy, or air to call for help. There aren't any flailing arms or big splashing to catch onlookers' attention. So, I know it's a little... Um, sobering, I guess, yes. but um, you know, they talk about the swim lessons. That was a huge, you know, um, help in reducing the risk of drowning. So, um, encourage people to go look for swim lessons if you can, and yeah. just and also mm -hmm. just uh, look at those resources as well for other like safety uh, tips and stuff. And then we have so many books, like picture books, and even um, picture books that are of like fun stories, but also like nonfiction picture books that you can read together as a family mm. to, you know, talk about cool. the importance of being safe in the well, water and in the pool. So yeah, we'll put some of those in the show notes. Yeah. Then. Mm -hmm. yeah. So Sarah, I'm just, <laughs> so you're saying, yeah, so, so, you're, so you're saying you can swim under the water. You have no problem swimming under the water. Yeah. That's easy enough. So then you can swim. So you can swim. Yeah. So, so like you would come up and like, ah, oh, help me. I'm flailing in the middle of the pool, but you're like, Sarah, come over here. And you're like, whoosh, underneath whoosh, pop well, that's up. easier but if like you you know sarah's talking yeah. about she's not like diving off the block and swimming a 50 like yeah. you know like freestyle like i can't like if if i'm like capsized i'm dead because like when we, you get tired like you know that's what yeah. I mean? you float yeah i can't float like i trust me you you are a diver and you are a swimmer right yes I am not. I know, but you can still float. That's something with floating. Not everyone My, can float. Trust they, me. Did they teach you <laughs> that's that true, in, actually, uh, in, uh, in, in uh, like, because you lifeguarded, right? Mm -hmm. oh, no. Oh, oh, that's right. You just drove the tram. I, I worked on the tram. <laughs> you were the tram. Yeah, much. I didn't. No, sir. I okay. did not lifeguard. <laughs> no, it's funny. My dad couldn't float, actually. No, that no not everyone can float. Trust could, me. Yeah. I tried, yeah. and it was not successful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I can definitely float. Yeah. I just <laughs> McDoubles. Right? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> a couple You're McDoubles. You're buoyant. Uh, yeah. buoyant, yes. All right, well, thank you, Nicole. Yeah. Thank you, Nicole. Very good stuff. Uh, Sarah, it's mm -hmm. been a while mm -hmm. since you've spoken about DVDs. Yeah. So what's happening? So, um, you know, things are starting to pick up a little bit with the DVD list, which is nice. Yeah. So I'm just going to go over some of the new titles that will be coming out in June in no particular order. So check out our, we have a new release list every week. You know, one of them is children's new releases. Mm -hmm. So it's like the adult is twice a month, children's is once. And then we have an independent nonfiction documentary list also. Great. Foreign. So these are some of the um, regular DVDs mm -hmm. that we can make, adult fiction DVDs. So uh, one of the titles is called Boogie. Have you guys ever heard of that? Mm -mm. No, what's that? That is about, it's it's like a drama. Um, it's about a teen, right? Alfred, Alfred Boogie Chin, a basketball phenom living in Queens, New York, dreams of one day playing in the NBA hmm. while his parents pressure him to focus on earning a scholarship to an elite college. Boogie must find a way to navigate a new girlfriend, high school, on-court rivals, and the burden of expectation. Hmm. All right. So that's Sounds coming good. out, yeah. Then we have The Courier, 
Okay. Ooh. What, what, what are they? Who's in this? What are they, career? This yeah. Sound, yeah. It sounds like a Statham vehicle. It, I know, because he does a lot <laughs> yes. of transporting. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he should just do a whole like yeah. series of different words for like transportation. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just the story. The of driver. Him, like, yeah, 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 the driver, the courier, the delivery man. Like. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Uber. Yeah. Uh, the true story, it's true story of a British businessman unwittingly recruited into, unwittingly recruited, mm. I'm dubious, into one of the greatest international conflicts in history. Hmm. Forming an unlikely partnership with a Soviet officer hoping to prevent a nuclear confrontation, the two men worked together to provide crucial intelligence used to do to defuse the Cuban Missile Crisis. See, if you listen, wow. to, if you listen to that lady in the airport who says, "Do not accept gifts from anybody <laughs> that you don't know." Yes, and pack them in your bag. This is why. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the world to come, starring uh, Catherine Waterson and Casey Affleck. Uh, that will also be on uh, the list, right? Nice. Somewhere along the <laughs> mid-19th century, American East Coast frontier, two neighboring couples battle hardship and isolation. Interesting. Classic Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, yeah. Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby Brown, Rebecca Hall. Um, so legends collide as Godzilla and Kong, the two most powerful forces of nature, clash on the big screen. This was on, what, Amazon Prime or something? The HBO, HBO Max, Max, right? Yeah. yeah. So they're going to really, okay, so they're going to release them on DVD, the HBO Max stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, so good, yeah. if you don't have HBO Max, you don't want to pay for that. Nice. Come to the library. Yeah. Voyagers, starring Colin Farrell, Ty Sheridan, Lily Rose Depp. You guys heard of this one? This I have heard of this one. This Wait, one looks interesting. It's the sci-fi, right? This is mm-hmm. the sci-fi one. Ready? Ready, <laughs> Nicole? I'm ready. Okay. With the future of the human race at stake, a group of young men and women, minus Colin Farrell. Yeah, I know. He's like young. <laughs> bred, for, bred for intelligence and obedience, embark on an expedition to colonize a distant planet. But when they mm-hmm. uncover disturbing secrets about the mission, they defy their training. So they're not that obedient. Uh. And begin to explore <laughs> their most primitive natures. Ooh. As life on the ship descends into chaos, they are consumed by fearless and insatiable hunger for power. Rated? Wow. What's it rated? Uh, that sounds like R to me, yeah. but Ooh. it is rated PG thirteen. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Not that lusty, <laughs> or <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say yes. Yeah, just... Oh, this is a good one. I know you guys heard of this. Nobody with Bob Odenkirk. Nope. No. What's this? Really? One? Well, they're saying this is like John Wick for the everyday man. So oh. they're saying Bob Odenkirk, as we know, is better. Better Call Saul. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is sort of like John Wickish. Okay. He's fighting and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a long synopsis. So I'll just sum it up, right? Okay. okay. Hutch Manzel is an underestimated and overlooked dad and husband with a name like that. Yeah, <laughs> taking life's indignities on the chin and never pushing back. But uh, when two <laughs> two thieves break into his suburban home one night, he. Uh, de- declines to defend himself or his family hoping to prevent serious violence right mm-hmm. but his teenage son Blake is disappointing him and his wife Becca seems to pull only further away the aftermath of the incident strikes a match in his long simmering rage triggering dormant instincts and propelling him <laughs> on a brutal path oh I want to see this yeah so sounds sounds every day yeah every day wick yeah every exactly <laughs> so we have the unholy PG-13. Okay, so it's not going to be, yeah. But it has Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it and Carrie Elwes. Oh. 
Yeah. So, as you can imagine by the title, it's a horror movie. Mm. On the holiest weekend of the year comes a film that follows Alice, a young hearing-impaired girl who, after a supposed visitation from the Virgin Mary, is inexplicably able to hear, speak, and heal heal the sick. Mm. As word spreads, people from near and far flock to witness her miracles. A disgraced journalist hoping to revive his career visits a small New England town to investigate. Mm. Shenanigans ensue. <laughs> PG-13 shenanigans. Yes. And then last but not least, we have Stardust, right? It has Gina Malone. Have you guys heard of this one? Mm-mm. No. It has Mark Marone in it, who I, I love. Who's that? What's he in? You know Mark Marone. Okay. He was in Glow. Yes. Oh, Mark Marin. Yeah. Oh, oh. is it Mark Marin? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, there is a there is a Mark Marone who does the um, pet stuff on, on Channel 12. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, Mac, Ma- Mark Marin. Yeah. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> anyway. Yes, I do like it. Um, it chronicles young David Bowie's first visit to the U.S. in 1971. Oh, wow. Mm. And it's a tri- uh, trip that inspired the invention of his alter ego, Ziggy Stardust. Oh, wow. So that will also... I could see Mark Maron being good in that, like a 70s. He's very, like... Well, he look. was perfect in glow. glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love cool. him. Cool. Yeah. All right. So they're getting better. Yeah. yeah. getting better. We're getting there. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Slowly but but there's something for everyone and maybe some things that you haven't heard of because you just haven't been seeing anything. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. You know, come back to the library, start taking out DVDs and, and safety books. and mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. ready for summer. Very good. Yes. So uh, that's another episode. Very, very informative. And uh, you can uh, go swimming. You can watch your movie at mm-hmm. night mm-hmm. and uh, have a couple of McDoubles. And then you'll be able to float. <laughs> so if you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes, you know where to go. Visit our website, mcplpodcast.com. And if you want to email us, please do. Podcast at mcplibrary.org. So for Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo. We'll see you on the next show.